This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Roster Countdown, and we're at number 81 out of 90 players, and I have to be honest with you, the minicamp and OTA experience, I think we might have been a little too low on this player. Um, Tanner Hudson, tight end, jersey number 84, we have him ranked 81. Maybe should have been higher. Um, I think I discounted the idea of what it meant for Tanner Hudson to work exclusively last year on the practice squad with Trey Lance. And he just continued to shine, making a lot of the bigger plays of minicamp um, and just huge plays down the middle. One of the favorite targets of Trey Lance. Now, who is Tanner Hudson just kind of on his own? Six foot five, 240 pounds. He's 27 years old. He's entering the fourth season of his NFL career. And, you know, his his playing time and stats and all those things in the NFL have not really been I, I, magical or eye-popping or whatever. But he just keeps hanging around and showing up. And he's got some things that the 49ers don't really have on the roster. He's a Super Bowl champion. He was a part of the Bucks Super Bowl that they won two years ago. And even though he didn't play a very significant role for the team, he did get some meaningful playing time. And just being a part of what it takes, you know, being around Tom Brady, uh, being on a Super Bowl winning team, that changes. It changes the way you operate. It changes the way that you interact with your teammates and all those things. So let, let's go back to where it all started for Tanner Hudson. Um, Camden Central, Tennessee. That was the high school that he went to. And then he went to Southern Arkansas. So you, he's not one of the players that's from, um, you know, came out as, you know, a four-star heralded prospect. This dude has fought and clawed his way to make it into the NFL. And once he got there, he's found a way to stick around, making himself valuable to teams, quality teams at that. Um, now, he was, you go back to his high school, he was an all-district punter in high school, which 
perks my ears up. I love special teams players. Um, so, you know, just one of those options. Uh, he can punt the ball. I doubt he'll ever get I, – I, he's probably not even the third option behind <laughs> Mitch and Robbie Gold. But, again, it just kind of tells you the all-around athlete that this kid is. Um, he was second-team all-conference in 2016 at Southern Ar- Arkansas. He was all-conference in 2017 at Southern Arkansas and actually was recruited as a quarterback – to Southern Arkansas. So punter, quarterback, transitioning to tight end with the body that he has, right? I mean, he's a bigger dude, 6'5", 240. A big old dude. Um, and so his career highs at ju- um, came as a junior in college, 48 catches, 763 yards, nine touchdowns, and again, won that Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Now, uh, if we look at some of his measurables, he didn't get a can- uh, you know combine invite, ran a 4.76, not a blazer, much more of an all-around old-school tight end, um, better blocker than he is a receiver, but just kind of a jack-of-all-trades type of guy. He was an undrafted free agent in 2018, uh, jumped on with the Bucks, played in nine games in their Super Bowl winning year, um, had one start, but again, he's... It's interesting to me that he's made several of the biggest plays in minicamp for the 49ers because listen to this stat line. Played in nine games for the Bucks in 2019, one start, five targets. And that's a heavy tight end offense, right? Cameron Brait, they had O.J. Howard, they had Gronk, obviously. Two receptions, 26 yards. Um, and then in 2020, he played in 11 games, zero starts, seven targets. So, again, three catches for 41 yards on seven targets. And then last year, he made it to two games for the 49ers, but just kind of special team snaps. Didn't really, no targets, not any meaningful playing time whatsoever. So, again, you go back through kind of his ins and outs with the NFL. He was signed as an undrafted free agent in 2018. They waived him in 2020. Then they brought him back to the practice squad, the Bucks, in 2020. And then they released him in 2021, and we picked him up um, right after that. So we picked him up in April, right before the draft. We signed him to a reserve practice squad contract Um before the draft last year, 2021. And he's been with us since. Only one career start, 22 games played. Um, You know, again, if you look at his career stats, you compile everything. 12 targets, 5 receptions, 67 yards, 0 touchdowns. Now, 13.4 yards per carry, extremely small sample size for Tanner Hudson. There's no doubt about it. But 13 yards per carry for a tight end, especially one that's a 4-6 guy, you'll take that. Can he get more touches? I doubt it in this offense, not without some major injuries or trades taking place. I think the best case scenario for Tanner Hudson is that he wins that fourth tight end spot. I don't think he has an option to win the third. You know, keep him on the practice squad this year, I think, is a very real possibility. Again, I we ranked him 81. Um, and shout out to Anthony and Josh for always helping me with uh, this whole entire series. I want to bump him up to probably about 74, 75, not too much more, but with what he put on tape and what he did in camp, I mean, you can't find one person that was there not talking about how Trey was looking for Tanner Hudson. Uh, now, we'll have to see if that can translate into the preseason and into uh, you know training camp, but we got to see. Now, again, that's kind of the most likely scenario is, but again, if he can get that fourth spot, not the fifth spot, I think that's best case fourth spot. Most realistic is probably fifth spot where he's a bubble kind of practice squad player. Tyler Croft, 
him coming in is a direct threat to Tanner Hudson. So I don't think you keep both of those vet tight ends around. I think you want a young project tight end that you can work with and one vet tight end because we are such a tight end centric offense. So I think that's kind of where he fits. Um, really, really like this kid. And again, it's just more and more testament to what the 49ers continue to build on the back end of their roster. And the fact that you're able to have a kid like Tanner Hudson, who spent a full year with Trey Lance, that cannot be – it's valuable. It's huge. Super Bowl champion, that's valuable. He's been there. He's been around it. So we'll have to see. I think practice squad's where he winds up. But that's number 81 on our 49ers roster countdown. And uh, that leaves us with 80 more to go. We've got 10 down and 80 to go. And I'm so pumped to keep going with this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We are continuing with our 49ers roster countdown, and we are up to number 80. And we have wide receiver Taser Mack. He's interesting, okay? We're going to go through everything about him, but let, let me kind of bracket this entire conversation with this. Sometimes when you're watching film and diving into players, you can't always write down what it is that they're special at, uh, <laughs> but there's just something there. And that's Taser Mack. It's a quote-unquote it factor. Like, is he fast? Yes. Does he have size? Yes. Is he catch everything? Yeah, he's got pretty good hands. But there's just something. Whenever I watch him, I, you know, I labeled him as a better football player than wide receiver. He just happens to play wide receiver. But he belongs. He's He's a football player. When the lights come on, he gets it done. And, again, I don't know where the best spot is for him. Um... I like this kid. I, I think it's going to take some time, but if he can cultivate some confidence and figure out where he belongs, slot outside, whatever, he's in a really good spot because the 49ers do have no clue who their number six wide receiver is. So, like, legitimate opportunity to make his way onto this roster, but let, let's dive into some background information, okay? So, Taysier Mack, wide receiver, he's going to be wearing jersey number 1-8, which I like that look. Um... He is 6'2", 190, okay, which, again, unique, right, because he's a taller 
leaner wide receiver. He's 23 years old, entering his rookie season, born in 1998. I need to quit saying the, the age and the birth years because it just makes everybody feel older. But he's 23 years old, so young guy, and he's from Brooklyn. Um, played high school ball at the Grand Street Campus, the Fighting Wolves in Brooklyn. And with Brooklyn players, like, you know, you don't want to stereotype a whole entire city. Dude's tough. Um, he, he's wiry, 6'2", 190. But it shows whether he's blocking, whatever, this dude is a football player. Now, he was a three-star recruit by rivals um, committed to Indiana. So he went from Brooklyn to Indiana, redshirted his first year. Um, 2017, as a redshirt freshman, he played in 12 games, started eight of those, finished with 23 catches for 310 yards, three touchdowns. After that, he transferred. Back to the East Coast, went to Pitt, um, where he was going to stay the remainder of his, his career. Now, uh, as a redshirt sophomore, played in 12 games, seven starts. And again, 22.3 yards catch per average. That was second nationally um, and tops in the ACC. That's This kid, he's a deep ball threat. Doesn't have like top-tier speed. He's a 4-4 guy. He's got speed, but... That's not why he's successful deep. He's successful deep because of very long arm. Think Brandon Ayuk type body build with a little bit less muscle definition. But tracks the ball, attacks the ball. Long armed 6'2 wide receiver. Uh, that's what he is. He's a deep threat guy. Um, almost like a Trent Sherfield, you know, in his role. Probably not near as fast as Trent Sherfield, but longer. Um, now 2019, his redshirt junior year, played 12 games, started nine of those. So you can kind of see he's fighting his way up. He's a borderline starter, but again, he has a role. Um, 63 catches, 736 yards that year, another three-touchdown performance. His average dropped to 11 yards. Uh, they kind of changed what they did. 2020, redshirt senior year, they got a COVID year, so an extra year there. Played eight games, started four, finished it with 23 catches, 305 yards, three touchdowns again. Um, 2021, his fifth year. Actually, sixth year because he redshirted, then got the COVID exemption. He'd been around for a minute now. Played in eight games, started seven of those, 27 catches, 461 yards, and stop me if you heard this before, three receiving touchdowns. He never was the primary guy, and I, I don't think that's really his role in the NFL. You're, he's a back-end depth roster piece that if you have a vertical passing threat, which I think the 49ers do now, all right, uh, now you're cooking. So he received his bachelor's degree in media and professional communication. So if he is a player that can work his way in the starting lineup, would really love to see him uh, get some opportunities behind the mic at press conferences just to see. But, you know, that's what he studied. And probably one of the most common themes with the 49ers draft class and undrafted free agent class, it's intelligence and academics. They really want players that are intelligent, awareness, and all those things and experience. Um, not many injuries at all that I could find on him. Now, um, going back to his high school days, the New York State Sports Writers Association, um, they named him Class 2A All-State, smaller school in Brooklyn, and was the Brooklyn Player of the Year his senior year when he had 66 receptions and 1,210 yards, 16 touchdowns in one year. Uh, dude was uh, off the charts. Led his team 12-0 mark in a city championship. Um, yeah, he was all over the place and had a great junior year as well, 13 touchdowns as a junior. Now, let's look at his metrics. 40-yard dash. Runs a 4.47. He's got speed. Speed check, right? Now, is he Deshaun Watson or, you know, Will Fuller burner? No. But, again, he doesn't win that way. Like, he's not, you know, watching his film, he's not running away. He's not 
blazing past people. Even though the speed shows, it's much more of, okay, he gets his guy beat by a step or two and then makes a heck of a catch. Tracks the ball extremely well deep. Broad jump, 122 inches. Uh, that's pretty good. So a 10-2 broad, if you look at it that way. Uh, vertical, 36 inches. You're 6'2". You got long arms, 36 vert, pretty dang good. Um, and he uses his height. He uses his length very, very well. Um, so, again, kind of my write-up for him, the things that jumped off tape, strong-handed, long-arm deep threat, decent blocker. You play wide receiver for the 49ers, you got to block. Uh, the Brooklyn background, the Indiana background, the Pitt background, all very tough, all very run-oriented types of places. Um, it's it's a mentality that those three areas will cultivate, and I think that translates whenever I watch his film. Better football player than wide receiver. It just has something about him. It, like, there, yeah, it's not his route running. It's not his hands. It's not his toughness. It's just there's something. Like, whenever he gets the ball, it's like, ooh. Um, he's got some, he can play slight, can play out wide, not sure where he's going to fit or what that's going to look like. Um, again, this is rookie year undrafted, um, Taser Max. So best case scenario, win that wide receiver six spot. That's best case. And it's possible. Now there's six or seven guys fighting for that wide receiver six spot. I think one through five is pretty short up with, you know, Debo, Ayuk, Jennings, uh, Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod. I think those five they're pretty cemented. Six spot, who knows? Now, will the 49ers keep six? It's possible they can only keep five. But whoever makes that six spot, worst case, practice squad. But, man, you might make that 53. And, in, you know, special teams contribution is going to be a must. But with his size and speed, shouldn't be an issue. Could be a gunner. Could be on kick return. Could be on lots of different things. So, most likely scenario. Probably going to finish in that kind of 7 to 10 wide receiver range. In which case, he'll be released and probably a 50-50 shot of being brought back onto the practice squad. Because you're going to probably keep a veteran wide receiver on the practice squad and a young wide receiver on the practice squad. Could he be that young guy? It's possible. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of guys there. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. I, I really do. Again, sometimes like I, I wish I was a smarter man. <laughs> And I could say like, oh yeah, like this is, you know, what he does well and what he doesn't. I'm telling you, the more and more I watch, the more and more I read, there's just something about him. There's something that stands up. And we're moving to a big boy, a big old boy. Number 79, offensive lineman, probably going to be a tackle, could slide into guard, has some athletic deficiencies we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Sam Schluter um, out of Minnesota, which I think is very, very important uh, just because of who he practiced against for every single day for several years, and that's Edge Boye Mafe, one of our favorite, one of my favorite draft crushes of this entire uh, draft class. So he, he's practiced against a lot of speed guys, um, you know, just nonstop. So jersey number 78, he is six foot six, big old boy, 309. He's 24 years old, which, again, with this rookie class, you're getting a lot of older players because of the COVID exemption. People got to have an extra year of eligibility, and they use those, especially if they're on the NFL draft bubble, which Sam Schluter was. Um, now, anyway, he's from Minnesota, played at Mayer Lutheran High School, and he majored in agricultural and food business management. So, yeah, he's a Minnesota boy. Um, his dad played uh, in Minnesota, and so, like, he's got 
genetics, he's Minnesota through and through, which maybe gives him a connection with Trey Lance being a Minnesota guy as well. Now, whenever he came out of high school for Mayor Lutheran, he was the number five prospect out of Minnesota um, and number 50 prospect, prospect in the nation entering college. And so he chose Minnesota. And whenever he went there, he redshirted his freshman year and played both tackle spots at different times. Majority on the left, but a lot, a lot, a lot of playing time. You know, his his redshirt freshman year, he got several starts. We'll go through those in a second. Now, lots of accolades. Uh, the You know, went to the Hula Bowl, all that stuff. Listen to this. All Big Ten academic one, two, three, four, five years in a row. Again, stop me if you heard this before. This draft class and undrafted free agent, academics and intelligence is a premium. They want health, they want a lot of experience, and they want it smarts. That's what they're going after. And so this kid's got it in spades. He was all Big Ten honorable mention three years, 2019 through 2021. And he won the Offensive Trench Award in 2019. Uh, he, he's a tough player. Now, he played tackle predominantly. He's a little slow, um, you know, ran a 5.5 40, 40, which is rough. Top end speed just in there. He just, he gets there quick. You know, he's 6'6", six, six, just over 300 pounds. So the, the athletic profile from a size, height, and weight standpoint is perfect. Top end speed, that's a struggle. Three cone drill, 7.72, it's a struggle. Not a big change of direction guy either. So that makes me think it's a possibility, even though he's built like a tackle could slide into guard, but that's what the 49ers target. Now they, everybody that they draft is usually has tackle experience and they're going to move them into guard or try them at guard. So I know that he worked predominantly at tackle and OTAs and mini camp, <coughs> excuse me, but who knows where he winds up. Now um, you kind of look at what he has accomplished 47 career starts uh, in the Big Ten, which is incredible. I mean, you're playing Ohio State. You're playing Michigan. He's got starts against Chase Young. He's got starts against Aiden Hutchinson. He's got st- – I mean, he's been around for a very, very, very long time and even playing against Nick Bosa. So, like, because uh, he stepped in in 2017, uh, his redshirt rookie year, um, and got 10 games – played with six starts so 47 career starts and probably the best thing about him is he started three straight years 2019 2020 and 2021 didn't miss one start so once he finally earned his uh spot in there he took it over and again this is somebody that's played against some of the best of the best whenever it comes to pass rushers and has held his own the metrics that's why he didn't get drafted he just doesn't move very well in open space, which is weird with the 49ers taking him. Perhaps, you know, he's definitely a project player. No way. I legitimately don't see a way. I say that now. I'm probably going to be wrong, and I hope so for his part, um, that he makes the 53-man roster. I just do not see it. There's way too many bodies, too many actual draft picks at that play his same position. This is a developmental guy. And so is he somebody that they can sit around and develop for a year or two, then step in? We'll see here. So uh, best case scenario, land on the practice squad. And that's going to be an uphill body because there's just so many bodies that play tackle and guard that have the same exact makeup, you know, athletically, if not better than him. So he's going to have to show something. But we'll see. Um, I, I love the... 
the idea of building around guys like this, super smart, lots of experience, played against top-end pass rushers on a daily basis, it makes sense. So we'll have to wait and see what this looks like, but I, I don't think, you know, number 79 on our list, Sam Schluter is going to make it. But the reason why we have them higher than most is because it's such a premium position long-term for the 49ers. What happens with Mike McGlinchey, you know, Trent Williams, you're going to have for another three to four years probably, which is great. He's the best in the business. But developmental tackle play, it's at a premium for the 49ers right now. So that's number 79, offensive line, Sam Schluter. want to say thank you, as always, to Josh and Anthony, executive producers of this entire series. They are freaking crushing it on research and helping get all this stuff together. Thank you, guys. Today we got up number 78, quarterback Brock Purdy. Um, interesting player, uh, nonetheless. We've already done a couple breakdowns of him over on Patreon as well as the entire uh, rookie class. If you haven't checked that out yet, 40, uh, just patreon.com slash 49 podcast. Now, Brock Purdy, he's interesting. Um, rookie with all the accolades you could ever want and really fits the exact mold of Kyle Shanahan quarterbacks up until Trey Lance. Uh, you know, if you want to throw in guys like, um, you know, Howard, you want to throw in Jimmy G, Nick Mullen, CJ Beathard, you have this highly efficient, overproductive quarterback with a limited physical skill set um, that seems to have maxed out his talent and have a lot of experience in production. That That's who Brock Purdy is. So he's got jersey number 14 this year. He's six foot one, two twenty. So only 22 years old and he's entering in his rookie season. Now his high school was interesting because, you know, he graduated from Perry high school in Gilbert, Arizona, and was a three-star prospect coming out of high school. Now he got offers everywhere and he chose Iowa state, uh, which, which is very interesting over Alabama, over Texas A&M, Illinois, UCF, like just to give you kind of a, like it's interesting. He really thought that Iowa State would be the place to get him to the next level. And he was able to come in and start right away. He became the starter right after the season started it and ended up starting eight games out of 10 his freshman year. Finished the season relatively well, 66% completion percentage, 2,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And he does bring... A little bit extra on the ground, um, you know, bringing in 300 yards, rushing five touchdowns. This is a true freshman uh, in the Big 12. Big 12 is not known for their defense, obviously, but he just kept starting and he just kept building stats, um, started all the way through his senior year as well. So he started 46 of 48 games while in Ames, Iowa. Now, listen to these career stats at Iowa State and you can understand why Kyle Shanahan likes them. Finished with over 12,000 yards passing, 81 touchdowns, 33 interceptions. Um, and on the ground, he rushed for 1,100 yards and 19 touchdowns. So again, this smaller, undersized, quick release, plays within the system very, very well. He's not a deep ball artist by any stretch of the imagination. This is not what he is. Um, he does also come from a family of athletes, which was pretty fun finding out. Um, his older sister played softball collegiately at Southeastern University. Younger brother Chuba uh, is also a quarterback, recruited Florida State, but just transferred to Nebraska. So he's got – it's in the genes. Um, now listen to these awards, and I'm going to have to cut some of these awards out because the list is almost too long to go through. 
First team all Big 12. Coaches in 2020, AP in 2021. Second team all Big 12. Coaches in 2019 um, and 2021. Second team senior class All-American award in 2021. Uh, He was the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl offensive MVP in 2020. Uh, Second team academic All-American. Stop me if you heard that before this year. The 49ers have invested repeatedly this year, not only in their draft picks, not only in their undrafted free agents, but also their regular free agents they brought in. Academics and intelligence and awareness is at a premium for this team. They don't want a bunch of quote-unquote dumb players that aren't going to be able to figure things out, especially at the quarterback position. So uh, very, very smart. There's no doubt about it. He was the Davey O'Brien semifinalist not once but twice – In 2019 and 2020, that goes to the uh, best quarterback in the NFL. Manning Award semifinalist, first team all-academic Big 12, 2019, 2020, 2021. Freshman of the year from ESPN. I mean, it's just so much. And I'm leaving out awards because he's just in a lot. Now, athletically, let's be honest. um, Leaves... A lot to be wanted because he's just a tweener across the board. He's not big. He doesn't have a rocket arm. He's not small. He's not shifty. He's not fast. He's just a jack-of-all-trades guy with a lot of experience and a quick release. Um, His 40-yard dash was a 4.84. His three-cone, 7.21. His vertical, 27. That's probably the most damning um, testing metric that he has. And he was drafted, pick number... 262 uh the last pick in the nfl draft also known as mr relevant um it's he's interesting now (laughs) he he ends up as iowa state's all-time leader in completions attempts yards touchdowns and passer rating you love that what's his path at the next level it's one of a delayed maybe in the future we'll have an opportunity to be a backup Again, Nick Mullins, man, you know, Brett Rippian, those are the guys, the athletic profiles, the play styles. You know, I went through several different games of Brock Purdy. You can't really find highlights. They they don't exist. If you're looking for bombs, if you're looking for precision passing, no. This, why Kyle loves him. He's very coachable, and he's going to take what the play gives you. Check down, finding soft spots in the zones, getting to his first read quick. That's what it is. It's it's the antithesis, really, of Trey Lance. And so, does he have an opportunity to beat out Nate Sudfeld for the quarterback two spot? No, not even close this year. And I'm pretty sure they told him, like, hey, man, we want you in camp so that you could be our third quarterback and you're playing for a practice squad position. That's really what it is. And if you want to complicate things even further... If for some reason Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this roster, yikes, That's he might not even be on the practice squad. Do you keep two quarterbacks on the practice squad with Nate Sudfeld and him? I doubt you keep Nate Sudfeld, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Trey Lance. Maybe they do. I don't know. But the roster numbers are tricky because if you're keeping three quarterbacks on your 53-man, that means you're losing a defensive end. Is it worth that? I don't think so at all. I not a fan of keeping three quarterbacks um, on your active roster, uh, but if Jimmy G stays, that's going to complicate things. So most likely scenario for Brock Purdy, plays on the practice squad all season, 
develops into a serviceable backup for the 2023 season, and then has a healthy competition with Nate Sudfeld to back up um, Trey Lance. That That's best case scenario for Brock Purdy. But as we have seen uh, with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, if you're a quarterback under the Shanahan era, you will get chances. So maybe the best landing spot that Brock Purdy could have received. And so uh, count his blessings. And we'll see. He's got to get a lot of playing time in preseason. So we're going to get some film on him. We're going to get to see some stuff on on training camp. But make no mistake, very low ceiling. But high floor. If you want a guy that can come in and operate your system for one to two games, if your quarterback's out, that's his M.O. Will he ever be a top-notch guy? I hope it comes back to bite me in the rear end and he becomes one of the all-time greats, but I just don't see it. So that's Brock Purdy, number 78. I want to say thank you to Josh and Anthony, the executive producers of this show. They are crushing it with content, and we're just going to keep counting down. Up next will be number 77. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.